I heard that uh, Attack on Titan is finishing its final season. What? I thought that was done after season two. Uh, I remember seeing like what happens with Eric and the fact that it's in this kind of weird Austrian looking town. Um, yeah, I don't keep up with it. You I don't just, keep up with it. I just remember. Eric I becomes just know. like the giant biggest thing in the world. He becomes everything that he hated about the. Don't the give Titan. it away. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, nothing happens. Everything is fine. The the Eric's a good guy. You're listening to the Gift Horse Podcast, a red pill commentary on life for your ears only. And now here's Tim and Connor. All right. So, uh, so but <laughs> yeah, what so, a great way to kick it off. I know, right? So <laughs> I'm just gathering thoughts. So basically, I was doing yard work for about six hours today. Uh, Tim and I just put about 2,000 pounds worth of soil into the back of the Land Cruiser. We stuffed it to the brim, um, yep. and uh, we drove it home, and then uh, Tim was like Chuck Deuce while I sat in the driveway alone. I built a cart, and then I hauled the 2,000 pounds of dirt into the back <laughs> backyard, um, <laughs> and then I built three um, raised beds. And then it started pouring, and I decided not oh, to. Yes, yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was at one point, though, I saw that my neighbor was home, and I hadn't talked to her in a, in a while. And um, she, she and her husband are an elderly couple; they're retired. And um, they invited you in. No, no. Oh, well, they, they did, but I, I, I stood, I stood my ground. I was like, no, 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 thank you. Uh, I have to go do, uh, do landscapes. Old people on, can rule uh, the world. Oh, oh, they really can. Yeah, I have to do landscaping. But the thing was, is that. Um, <laughs> I was like, hey, that's an she excuse likes- you never thought you would use. I know, right? Yeah, I have, sorry, to, I have to. I have to uh, landscape. I, yeah. I got to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, but go over there and start talking to her. Oh, the, the reason I went over there is because she likes clover, right? And it grows wild in our yards. And clover is a short, short, um, broad-leafed, um, just kind of like a little shrub. It's not a shrub. It's a, it's just grass, right? Like a four-leaf clover. Yeah, no, like clover, right? It's it's broad. It's got like a tri- triangular leaf, and it yeah. grows really short, and the and the bees love it. Um, Isn't it an herb? Uh, is it used in like seasoning or something? I don't. Maybe I don't know. Probably it's somewhere in the world. It probably I'll have is. to ask one of the ladies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but anyway, she likes clover in her yard, and she's actually been uh, transplanting clover to different portions of her yard because she doesn't want to mow the yard as often, right? David's retired. He's oh, you know he's older, so basically it creates this very green, plush-looking yard, and that, that you don't have to taller. mow yeah, exactly. That's yeah, amazing. Wow. So I thought it was a really cool idea, and um, and we started talking about it, and I said, hey, did you want some of the clover because I'm building a garden in my backyard, that kind of thing? I was gonna dig it up. And then, you know, hand it off to her, that kind of thing. But we, we talked literally everything. But my question was, hey, do you want clover? And the answer was an hour long no, basically. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's funny. I, I left my phone over there. But I actually, I yelled through the patio door to Kate. And I was like, hey, I'm going to go check if uh, if our neighbor wants any, uh, you know, the clover that I'm going to dig up here. And, uh, Kate, and apparently Kate didn't hear me. But I thought she was in the living room, that kind of thing. So <laughs> she said, yeah, she's like, where were you? Are you upset? And I was, was like, she no. Genuinely I, worried? Yeah, she was. She's like, oh my gosh, there you are. And I was like, I was like, but I, 
I could tell so, she was worried when she messaged me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, like "Is Connor, Connor with you?" Uh-huh. And I didn't know what to do at that point. Like, is there a bro code thing? Yeah, where do I we do? Say, do I like, help him out? Like, I know exactly yeah, where he is. Yeah, he's uh, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't use the bro code with me. No, you're good. Just be honest. No Just, idea. Yep, yep. <laughs> Got to be honest. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> disappeared. Well, what did what did he say he was doing last? Last last, <laughs> last thing he said to me was. You. <laughs> if you guys are listening, you should probably check out the last episode of the podcast because uh, that was good. We even admit that it had some good stuff in it. Oh yeah, good topics, good Gosh. conversation. I want to go just, back to those conversations yeah, and keep talking about it. We're just the best. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we're just so good. Our guys. audience is so big, <laughs> just like our height. What's a character that you know so much about? Uh, a character that I know so much about. Yeah, a fictional character that you know so much about. I would say probably for you it's more Lord of the Rings related. Oh, I mean, even then, though, I, I wouldn't know as much as the, the the average or the above average Lord of the Rings nerd, though. I mean, I, I can piece together different information. I, I more, like, remember kind of uh, little tidbits and little facts. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say I know the most about the Lord of the Rings. I mean, I, I tried to learn Elvish at one point, which I thought mm. back then I knew the most about the Lord of the Rings because I could speak, um, was it Caliquindi? No, it was, I think they had more, yeah, they had more Caliquindi than Sindarin, uh, Elvish language, but I mean. Yeah, I practiced know. Tangwar in high school. Mm-hmm. The just the just the lettering. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just the calligraphy. Just it's so. Did beautiful. you do the calligraphy in Elvish, or mm-hmm. did you? Okay, you did it in Elvish. And First, English. I was just uh-huh. trying to make my own new symbols. Yep. But then I was practicing those symbols and trying to get an alphabet together, mm-hmm. and then write something—a complete sentence—and seeing cool. how beautiful it was. Mm-hmm. I actually uh, gave my physics teacher at the Naval Academy. I gave him. The uh, Lord of the Rings uh, translate or the Lord of the Rings languages, uh, and I wrote some uh, uh, Tengwar in there for him. I thought that was pretty funny. You mean the one uh, the the book that <clears throat> Tolkien wrote? No, it was um, a mashup of all of uh, Tolkien's languages oh, man, with uh, with crazy. dwarvish dictionaries, Kalakmendi, uh, you know, Sindarin, uh, the Tengwar. Well, I, I bought two. I mean, oh, I, man, that, yeah, I've I, got one in my awesome in my library book. right now. So. Yeah. That's yeah, great. Yeah, it's like red, and then it's got like a green line, and then a black black line mm-hmm. in it so, on the front cover. But back to the character thing. Sure, sure. I think the person you probably would know most is the person you relate with the most, because that's mm-hmm. really the draw of what makes us want to know more about a character mm-hmm. is the interest we have in how they reflect us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, I mean, like honestly, we see a lot in Aragorn, mm-hmm. you know, with the struggle of man. You know, with the struggle of virtue, of of your calling, you know, you're mm-hmm. finding your purpose and leading. Like, there's a, there's yeah. a lot to relate to with Aragorn, with, with any of these characters. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say even Theoden for me, just because uh, yeah. he he was he was a broken man, you know, and um, I mean he's crippled. He was crippled for how long? How long was he in that stasis? Oh, geez, I, I don't know. I I, 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 I want to guess to me. I think it was maybe you know between twenty years is when Grandma first showed up, kind of thing, and uh, over time. And then he he wakes up. <clears throat> to find his son dead mm-hmm. and that his people are broken mm-hmm. their spirits are just broken and it's like their trust has also kind of been lost too mm-hmm. and anyone loyal has like Aomir he, yep. he well he was sent away wasn't he exiled yep. uh-huh. he was exiled by the king by, yep. yeah, by, quote yeah. unquote yeah. Mm-hmm. 
What a great story. Like, that just the good. Rohan story alone, mm-hmm. it's its own book series. Oh, it is, yeah. But here you are in this epic tale, and this is just one faction that continues the story. And it's mm-hmm. it's a so full, it's so rich of humanity. Mm-hmm. It's really the first time we meet humankind. Yep. Because everyone else has, has been... Well, I mean, Ar- Aragorn's almost ethereal. You know, the yeah, hobbits he's... produce so much virtue, right? And uh, honestly, a lot of people are actually put off, I think, by Theoden's character because they're like, oh, man, what a whiner. Uh, that man was real. You know, he's like, I mean, I was like that oh, at first when yeah. I was younger. I thought <laughs> Theoden was just just stereotypically How weak. How could it come to this? You know? Yeah, just like, uh-huh. man, he gives up so easily. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then as I get older, it's like, man, I, I totally yeah, get it. Yeah, that, was a, that was a broken man coming back into an almost winless situation. It breaks your heart yeah. because mm-hmm. he's really put in such... A horrible position mm-hmm. of trying to rebuild trust, but also to defend his people against complete annihilation. Mm-hmm. And I honestly even, think, even when he pulls Aragorn aside, he's like, "What would you have me do? My my people's hope hangs by a thread." Mm-hmm. He's like, "You want me to call to these people? No, they wouldn't come. Want me to call to these people? No, we're alone. <laughs> we are, my dear Aragorn. We are alone." I, I like the movie adaptation from the book, although a lot yeah, of me on the lines, uh, it was it was similar. Uh, I, I don't want to uh, on on the podcast for sake of the Lord of the Rings nerds that will attack me if I'm. Mis- I know we just totally yeah. took this to know, the right? geek yeah. culture. It's it's funny, um, but uh, <laughs> it's definitely different. Uh, a lot of the lines that Theoden has actually have been uh, given over to Aomer. Um, that that happened in the movies, Which but ones? I, um, the, it, mostly in the Reach of the Heat. In the Return of the King, I would right, say, because he didn't really say yep. much, you know, mm-hmm. in the Two Towers. Yep, and uh, a lot of the the revelry, the 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 uh, the cry, the the call to battle kind of thing that mm. uh, Aomer has. A lot of those lines were actually taken from Theoden to uh, give to Aomer, which I, I think makes sense because you're kind of propping up the next King of Rohan uh, in that regards. Uh, in that regard, singular. Um, yeah, I I give so much more credit to the book. Mm-hmm. When I found out about the deleted scene of Eomir finding Eowyn on the battlefield and mm-hmm. thinking that his cousin finding his yeah his almost his I mean you know he he knew her like sister yeah mm-hmm. wait were they cousins they or were sisters? cousins yeah mm-hmm. okay they were cousins mm-hmm. yeah to, to, just to find you know someone that you thought was far away from the battlefield mm-hmm. had been there the whole time and that they looked like they died mm-hmm. and you just see Eomir completely crushed yeah. wailing yep. mm-hmm. it is uh, is such a powerful scene and mm-hmm. it's something that you kind of forget about in the movie because it, it it continues so quickly mm-hmm. but you realize they, they like cut, didn't they cut out the, the halls of healing for aragorn as well yeah i thought that yeah. that was that was the 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 trifecta of aragorn you know mm-hmm. they he's what is it it's priest prophet king kind of thing that's the the arch, archetype of you know, man, basically. The herbalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, well, not the herbalist, but the healer. The healer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in Kingsfoil. Yeah. Kingsfoil. Oh, it's an athalot. Oh, it's a weed. Kingsfoil. Oh, it's a weed. Thanks, Sam. What did he call it first? Nath- uh, Nathalos? Uh, Ethalos. Ethalos. Uh-huh. Is that elvish? Uh, I think that that's He just throws some elvish it. herb at Sam, expecting this hobbit to uh, understand elves. Yeah, and then he's like, know? wait, wait a second, I'm a Dunedain Ranger. And he like rolls gotta, his eyes, uh, he's King's like, Foil. King's Foil, the one, you know. The, uh, it's like a dandelion. Oh, like a, a dandelion? That's a, a weed. A dandelion? Oh, it's a weed. 
<laughs> Sam goes full full country on him. Like, oh, they, they that's weed. Foil. That's a weed. That's we, a weed. We chew on our, that in our tobacco. We, we smoke that. <laughs> smoke I, that King's that is that is a funny part of the hobbits that mm-hmm. that they they smoke weed. Yep, they really do. Tobacco. Yeah, we. Yeah, well, tobacco. Finest weed in the South Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. South Farthing. South Farthing. Farthing. Can I want a cigar now? This is where it'd be great to sit outside as it's raining, uh-huh. bundled up, yep, recording, you yeah. smoking a cigar like That's... a badass. Oh, language. Oh, keep it PG. Like a bad butt. Does that better? Does that really sound better? No, it, it didn't. Okay. You can go back to the original. Thanks. You're welcome. Badass. Badass. Like a fish. I I heard that if you inhale, you are able to speak lower. <clears throat> That's a weird thing. Um, like you can deepen your voice if you speak after inhaling. After inhaling, yeah, I can see that. Um, there's something. There's something about your um, oh, your what? It's loud. It's like I thought it was a, a, applause or something. Okay. I just had to crush that bottle. Um, cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut that, cut that. Uh, no, um, I know that there has to do something with uh, O2 saturation levels with inhaling. Um, a lot of people have said that, like the Wim Hof method, where you where you inhale through your nose, right? Mm-hmm. That actually helps to oxygenate the blood. Um, right. Yeah, it's actually kind of an in- interesting thing, though, that you, if you inhale through your nose, you speak deeper. I, I could see that maybe lowering your your larynx when you when you you know a, attack the first note coming out of your mouth kind of thing. Yeah. So that was more musical, if anything. But well, you know, in the, mu- in the yeah, music, in the music, in the movie, the King's Speech, uh-huh. uh, there's this one instructor that tries to teach the king how to be a better speaker, and he yep. says smoking it relaxes the larynx. The larynx. Yep. Uh, is that what is there some benefit to smoking with your vocal cords um so or is that just bunk because you can always tell a smoker when they're like i smoke Johnny. 12 packs of cigarettes well that's after a certain point in their life oh, um no that's after a certain point in their life yeah, yeah that is yeah. that is yes mm-hmm. unfortunately but um i, I think it ha- smoking has to do with constricting the blood vessels um what does it do nicotine yeah, nicotine. I know nicotine calms you down. That's the most I know about nicotine. I thought nicotine was It's highly hour. addictive, and it actually does calm someone down, but I feel like that's just part of the addiction. Whatever you're addicted to, uh-huh. if you don't have it for a while, and then you're craving it, and mm-hmm. then you have it, it will calm you down. But I feel like that's just because of the substance itself that has you know rooted this addiction. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually know. I've heard it both ways. I, I hear a lot of people that be like, I need a cigarette to calm down, right? Yeah. But, but I've always thought that nicotine was actually an upper, though. It constricts the... Gives the, you more energy. Yeah. Um, huh. I mean, it keeps you up. Uh, I know it's a it's a hormone suppressant, too, in some regards. I think it messes with your... Um, oh, shoot. What's the what's the hormone regulator in your neck? Thyroid. There we go. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. It just took me a little bit there. Yeah. It messes with, smoking messes with your thyroid. It messes with a lot of things, I think. So... But in a I mean, I, I mean, in, in the, yeah, in a, in a in a negative way. Yeah, I think the King speech probably was um, back in the day before yeah. the research could tell. Mm-hmm. All they could really tell was that it audibly makes a difference. Yep. Hmm. 
I do notice a, a more crispier sound yep. to a person's voice who are like smokers. Mm-hmm. There, there is like a there's more of a, a rich baritone. It's oh. as almost as like we're hearing them through a, a cardioid microphone. I've never made that correlation. Hmm. So it's just me. Well, I, I mean, that might be a thing. I don't know. I'm not going to hold it against you. Can you prove it? No, I can't prove it because well, then well, you have to go to the whole thing of how long have they been smoking? Uh-huh. How much have, have they smoked? What did they sound like before smoking? Yeah, you know, you're right, though. Uh, I mean, I've known a couple of people that even, you know, smoke weed that have that have really deep kind of, you know, very solid baritones. Like even one of my neighbors is kind of like that, too. So, But the long term effects, because mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you can feel those effects when you're smoking but like does that linger afterwards i know with like smokers you can just tell their voice is just scratched up it's just so much deeper i really wish that there were more good <laughs> mythological movies hey, God, we're doing attack on you totally broke my thought <laughs> i wish there were more mythological stories hey, <laughs> no i wish there were more good mythological movies there aren't enough well, Clash of Titans and Wrath of Titans are okay. a wash, uh-huh. and the older versions of those are just relics of a different time of them trying to tell a bigger story, so they're they're not really looked fondly on. Okay. And you have uh, Immortals, which is the Henry Cavill mythological one, which is, I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. You have 300, which is not really mythological, but it's uh-huh. like in that kind of era. Uh, actually, I think the Clash of the Titans is my favorite movie. It would go. It probably would go nowhere uh, if we did that whole exercise yeah, where yeah, you yeah. would defend that movie yeah, I and would. I would criticize it uh, because I, I just like you the, couldn't. You would be genuine, but you'd be joking every uh, single time. So unfortunately, you, yeah. <laughs> getting me to defend something that I hate mm-hmm. is that's a that's that's quite a test. So tell me, why is Clash of Titans the best movie? Because of all the action. All right, well done. All right, next topic. The CGI scorpions, bro. Roll along. <laughs> Did you ever grow up with the original Blade Runner? No. Do you know anything about it? <coughs> no. Parents wouldn't let me watch it. Really? Yep. Were they more conservative of everything you watched, or was it just particular? Oh, yeah, for sure. Although I was, uh, I'm, what, you're 31? 31. Really? Turning 32. Soon, In right? May, yeah. Okay, so you're only a year and a half older than me, and although I mean we both had, you know, we both have Christian parents, so C- I, close enough of age-wise of what we grew mm-hmm. up with. Yeah, but we were, yeah, I guess we both grew up pretty conservative. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to watch The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Hellfire! Mike's too hot. Mike's too hot. Mike's too hot. Mike, hot Mike, hot Mike, hot Mike, hot Mike. Oh, man. What about the rum diaries? Why is all the rum gone? <laughs> Have you seen that? It has Johnny Depp in it. Oh, speaking of Johnny Depp, the new Fantastic Beast movie, The Mysteries of Dumbledore or whatever. Grindel Wall or whatever the heck. Yeah. Sure. Um, sure. That actually... Tanked? Um, it didn't tank, but it has low ratings. What? No. I think they said like 44% on Rotten Tomatoes. Why? Maybe it was because there was so much controversy when that was being made because it was 
they were moving forward without Johnny Depp after the controversy with him and his ex-wife. Uh-huh. Because apparently... She beat him, right? Yeah, that's what it's been said. That ugh, Celebrity controversies, man. I Things I do not care about. But are but it's like gossip's gossip. Uh-huh. It, it's it's made to be interesting to us. I believe it. Well, at what point do you think something becomes gossip? Um, when it's involving someone else in a negative way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's used against them in order to bring down the other person's status. So it's by motive. You're. Oh, I think so too. Yeah, you yeah. say something because mm-hmm. you want uh-huh. to take this person. Oh, did you know my best friend only know. spends X amount of time with his children? Uh, gossip. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, what if I talk about a family member or a friend of mine, but I mention something of them in a negative light? It's not my motivation to, you know, <clears throat> put them down or uh-huh. to speak ill of them. So is that, but is that gossip? Uh-huh. If it's my not mom's motivation. having a hard time adjusting to retired life. Mm-hmm. Is that gossip? Here, pull, pull up uh, the dictionary. Webster's. Sure, let's do it. Webster's def- definition of gossip. I'm sure it's going to have maybe a few definitions, but the top one. <laughs> a person who habitually reveals personal or sensitive facts about others. Oh, so it's not even like wow. malicious. It's, it's just pers- gossip. Mm-hmm. Personal gossip. or dialectical, dialectal British. It comes from the word godparent. Huh. That's kind of weird. So sharing personal and or intimate personal information or about sensational. a person. Yeah. Wow. That really? That's uh-huh. gossip? Rumor or report knew, of an intimate was... nature. A chatty talk. Well, what the heck does that even mean? The subject matter of the word that they use, gossip. The subject matter of gossip. Gossip as a verb to... Re- oh my gosh. <laughs> to relate gossip. Thanks, Webster. Seriously. <laughs> what in the Life French flipping toast? I knew gossip was much easier to commit than than <clears throat> I had given it credit for. Uh-huh. But man, really talking about somebody in a personal or, or intimate way, like... That's gossip. I don't know how that comes across in a. Because I feel like you could just talk about another person uh-huh. about like their hygiene or something. Yeah, and that's gossip. That, that's kind of intimate. Yeah, it's personal. Uh-huh. So that technically qualifies as gossip. So it's like you can't really talk about anybody. Home slice. Don't brush his teeth. Gossip. Really? Huh. I guess. Mm. And gossip's a sin. So then, boom, you just sinned right there. Uh huh. But wouldn't that be stating a fact, though? So what's the difference between gossip and stating the fact? <clears throat> I mean, well, gossip is based on what is fact to these people. So, Like but, if somebody wants to tell a secret uh-huh. to another person. Yeah. I don't know. That, that That's actually... That was kind of a hard one to break down. 